0: Welcome to Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. The doctor said I had carotid conus. I'd never heard of it. The cornea of your eyes are pointed, sort of cone-shaped, he said. Normal corneas are softly rounded. Carotid conus usually happens when people are younger, but it looks like yours is happening a little later in life. "'There's no cure,' he went on. "'You'll lose your sight.' "'The darkened eye-examining room just got much darker.' "'How long?' I asked, "'and the reply was that he couldn't tell, "'but probably four or five years. "'I remember going home and looking out the window "'into the snow-covered wood. "'It was beautiful. "'I didn't want to blink. "'I lingered on the white birch bark and green spruce.' My eyes dived into the curled bark on the birch and the white snow on the green spruce. Then my gaze came inside and circled my study. Books were piled on books. The shelves were lined to overflowing. Photos with special meaning set on the desk. My eyes stopped and I tried to memorize them. This part of life would soon be over. It put a certain edge on that day. That was 40 odd years ago. The doctor was wrong. I still have my vision, but I still look closely. Walking to a coffee shop 2 days ago, I commented on a serious things. The white caps on the bay, the snow on the Canadian Cascades, and the gorgeous cedar trees that stood by the trail. My wife looked up in each instant. She likes to walk with her head down. I like to see where I'm going, she says. Similar stories happen every time we're out. She has a way of focusing. I don't. I'm always looking around, sometimes too much. I've run into things. I recall riding on a bike trail in Alaska with a friend and two striking women were walking on the other side of the road. I noticed. I noticed a little too long. The bike trail made a turn and I didn't. There was quite a drop-off. One of the many crashes that have happened to me while looking around. I thought my friend would die laughing. I have to admit, it does still bring a little smile whenever I think of it. That little story reminds me of a time I was riding my bike and a big bald eagle flew toward me just off to my left, caught an updraft and started into a turn out over the bay. I saw all of this right before I ran into a mailbox. There I was, laying in the road, and the postman pulled up next to me in his truck. You all right? he asked. I was checking my body for injuries and responded, embarrassed, that's all. Just today, as we walked to a coffee shop in Vancouver, my first comment out the door was to cross the street and walk in the sun. My wife commented, you see everything. Probably another five or six incidences occurred on this twenty-minute walk. The window display, the architecturally interesting building, the sign a street person was holding, the music from a busker, and the height of heels a woman was wearing. A friend of mine had a son of college age who got a summer job attaching people to a bungee cord before they jumped off a crane in Durango, Colorado. Bungee jumping was just becoming a big thing. On his first day of work, he thought it only reasonable if he was to hook himself up as a test to see if he really understood what he was doing. He didn't. His father told me that after his son's death, he and his wife would walk around the neighborhood and everything looked different. Everything was so precious, so clear. The colors were more intense. The shapes were more pronounced. He said that he has never looked at life again like he did before his son took that plunge. He sees things. Retirement has that advantage. We can slow down. We can even stop. We can stare. We can dwell or spend our time in amazement. That's what my grandkids say about me. Grandpa, you're amazed by everything. It is sort of true. It doesn't take much to stop me in my tracks. I tell my wife that the reason I look around so much is genetic. I claim that it comes from our ancestors walking across the savanna and being on the lookout for game-to-eat or threats to our safety. I have no scientific evidence for this. It's just a hunch. I do remember standing on the Serengeti Plain one evening as dark closed in, and I heard the hyena howl. I was alone and had walked, stupidly and illegally, out of camp to see the animals and plain in the sunset. It was magical. I saw baboons. Giraffes, wildebeest and zebra I even ran at the zebra herd on impulse And they galloped off a few yards across the plain The dark comes quickly near the equator The sun is up And then in just a few minutes It's dark It was so dark that I was surprised When a small flock of Egyptian geese flew over It seemed too dark for birds to fly I knew that if I stayed there just a bit longer, I would become the evening meal of some carnivore. Considering the absurdity of life, I thought about it. Then I moved on. Hope is something else that's in our genes. All of our ancestors possessed that gene, as well as the one that told them to look around. Vision is an amazing thing. I may keep bumping into things and occasionally fall off my bike, but part of my retirement has to include pausing to look around. This is Retirement Talk. You can rate and or review this podcast on iTunes. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.